Hey, Matt Haycox here, and welcome to another episode of the Matt Haycox Daily Podcast, where today I'll be reading through one of my recent newsletters. My newsletters, if you don't subscribe to them yet, go out every Friday. It's a column where I write all about what I've been up to in the previous week, my stories, my kind of business problems, business learnings. Uh, and ways to translate it into advice for you. And there's also other cool things in there. We normally have tools and tips from my team. We've got interesting quotes, interesting stats, all kinds of stuff. So if you don't subscribe, make sure you do it now. Uh, you can do so over on my matthaycox.com website. And that's www- no, it's not. It's www.matt-haycox.com. Anyway, let's get on with it. This newsletter was entitled I'm going to teach you how to smile like the Joker. Here we go. Happy World Smile Day. Don't worry, I'm not jumping on another woke bandwagon and becoming a hippie, but it really is World Smile Day today. Or it was when I wrote this anyway, which was last Friday, Friday the 6th of October, I think. So I'm going to use my marketing team's calendar for a bit of timely content. Now, if you listen to the end of this, I would have delivered you my master plan for smiling, not just today, but for 365 days a year. Now, if you're wondering, World Smile Day came off the back of the universally known smiley face, which was actually created in 1963 by the artist Harvey Ball, who's from Massachusetts in the USA. Now, I'm not sure how someone can actually take credit for inventing a smiley face, but Google told me it's true, so we're going to go with it. Now, after what Harvey felt was the loss of meaning and the over-commercialization of his symbol, he decided that dedicating a day each year to acts of kindness to each other was the answer. So in 1999, World Smile Day was created and it's taken place ever since on the first Friday of October. Now, whilst the purpose of World Smile Day is to make other people smile, I want to use this as an opportunity to talk about making yourself smile and making yourself happier. Because after all, if you can't be happy yourself, how can you be expected to make other people happy? Now, Anyone who follows me knows that my primary definition of success is personal happiness. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. It doesn't matter how many awards you've won. If you aren't happy most of the time, then you really have lost at the game of life. Now, look, for the purposes of easy listening, I'm going to merge smiles and happiness into the same idea and context here. I'm just going to give you some fun facts that we can take some lessons from. First of all, happiness is hereditary, and it's also strongly associated with personality traits. People high in extroversion and low in neuroticism are generally happier, which I guess prompted the expression, don't worry, be happy. Secondly, changing your environment to manifest more positive experiences and to better handle that negative experiences will amplify the effects of any of that hereditary happiness. Thirdly, Finland is the happiest country in the world and the UK is the 17th happiest country in the world. Again, if you don't know, my girlfriend, the mother of my daughter, is Finnish. So that is a fact I actually did know before researching for this newsletter. Number four, there is no significant difference between the happiness scores of men and women. Although I'm sure that a few married couples may have something to say about that. Next, happiness correlates with workplace success. And happy employees are more likely to have a higher salary than unhappy employees. Next, about half of the people that you smile at will smile back at you. Now make a mental note of that because we're going to come to that later on in this podcast. Next, smiling makes a person more approachable. I guess we all know that, you know, when someone smiles, they look happy, they look safe. Next, babies are naturally born with the ability to smile. And finally, smiling is actually a stress reliever. But what drives our happiness? 
Well, look, for Gen Z, it's video games and digital relationships. For millennials, they get the happiness from growing a healthy family. For Gen Xs, they get it from wealth, security, and their children's well-being. And the boomers, the old baby boomers, they get it from the ability to support their loved ones. If you take all four of those different demographics, different generational characters, what is the key takeaway that we can implement to improve our happiness and to grow our business? So just like when you smile, 50% of the people will smile back. If you do good deeds, they will normally be repaid in spades. Now, I actually think the reality is that you're going to be working with a much higher percentage of people than 50%, because that stat is based on the global population. So it includes all of the dickheads too. And as an avid follower of me, I'm sure you've already learned how to select great people to be in your life. So I'm sure that that reciprocity ratio will be greatly increased with your fantastic selection of relationships. Now, in a similar vein, people usually want to be helpful and to be good citizens. So if you need something, just ask, because you will usually be pleasantly surprised that a testimonial, a referral, an introduction, or a piece of advice will be forthcoming. You know, don't just sit there wondering how you're going to get it. Open your mouth, obviously with a smile, and ask. Next, what can we learn? We learn that worrying doesn't help. Worrying makes you unhappy, and worrying makes you stressed. There is simply nothing productive about it. Now, that doesn't mean you should be careless, unplanned, or disorganized. But when you've done everything right and there's nothing more you can do, worry will not add any value to the process. Most of what we worry about in life doesn't actually happen anyway. So spend your time positively working on the things that you can control and banish any worry about the things that you can't control from your mind. Now, the definition of happiness has shifted over time from circumstances outside of our control such as good fortune, good luck, to something that can be controlled and actively pursued. And I believe that there's two simple words that when used correctly will allow you to control and to pursue happiness, maximizing the smiles in your life. These two words, do you know what they are? Yes and no. Yes, say yes to as many opportunities as you can. Don't overthink it, don't pour over the negatives, just go for it. Because you're going to learn new things, you're going to have new experiences, you're going to build new relationships. It's just like a snowball, but it's the snowball of happiness. Because one great experience will lead to the next. One great relationship will usually introduce you to many, many more. And one new learning experience will open your mind to a whole new world. So yes, yes, yes. And the other word is no. Now, as much as you want to say yes, don't be afraid to say no to anything that doesn't add value. And move you forward because time is wasted with people that you don't really want to spend it with a job that makes you miserable and teaches you nothing is time wasted and negative family members that don't support your dreams again something you should be saying no to i've got a very simple methodology for correctly choosing yes or no when presented with opportunities requests and questions and that is when someone asks you it and you've got to think about how do you respond if the answer is not a hell yes then it's a no look at it like that don't half-heartedly say, oh, yeah, I'll do that. If you don't really want to do it and jump in and say yes with both feet, you know, hell yes, and just say no and leave your calendar and your headspace open for bigger and better opportunities. It really is that simple. Now, I have a very open mind and I'm always ready to say yes where I can. But if there is any hesitation about the potential greatness of the outcome, I simply say no and I leave my time available for the things that are really going to move the happiness dial. Now, statistically, 80% of people lay on the deathbed regressing their choice of marital partner, education and career. Let's work on driving that number down. I want you to use World Smile Day as a kickstart that you need to say yes and no to the right choices 
towards your happiness. I hope you've enjoyed listening to that. If you don't already subscribe, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts, however you listen to your podcasts. If you don't follow me on social, I am on all things social. I'm the Matt Haycox. That's T-H-E-M-A-T-T-H-A-Y-C-O-X. And like I say, I do a newsletter every Friday, which you can subscribe to from my matt-haycox.com website. Until the next time, thanks for listening.